a melanated mom, working hard as can be. I show up for my children while showing up for me. I'm a melanated, melanated, melanated mom. Hey, mamas. Guess who's back? Hey, guys. I feel like I've been gone forever. I think it's been probably a little bit over a month that I've been gone. And so when I take these breaks, I have the best intentions of learning so many new things because as you know, if you listen to my podcast regularly, the learning curve is pretty slow for me. It takes a long time for me to take on new tasks and learn new things. So let me be completely honest right now. I maybe learned about two new things that could help me out. But what I mostly did was binge watch TV and ate snacks. I have been so lazy. Oh my gosh. Um, We're getting a lot of rain here. I don't know if that's contributed to it, but time changes and all of that stuff, just this year has got me like tired, exhausted. So I think that Maybe I will replace the word lazy and say that my body just really needed some time to just chill and do nothing. So that's exactly what I did. I mostly chilled. (laughs) So um, I'm hoping that you guys are ready to listen to some new episodes. I'm hoping that you're ready to come back in and we're going to enter a new year, a new decade together doing things that we know are going to benefit our lives. So the first interview back that you're going to hear from me is about the 90 day challenge. My last interview before I left was about the 90 day challenge. So when I left, we were starting the 90 day challenge. And now we are at the very end of the 90 day challenge. So I went back and talked to the same two ladies, very good friends of mine, about how we ended our year strong what we did to end our year strong. <clears throat> and and maybe that's what made me tired. Like, let me reflect on that is that I was really trying to concentrate on the 90 days. So um, throwing anything like podcasting into that and learning seemed like it might have been a little bit difficult at that time. So I'm looking forward to sharing this interview with you. We talked about some really good strategies to end the year strong and to start 2020 on a better foot than we um, would have if we wouldn't have done this 90 day challenge. So listen up and I will talk to you guys soon. Hey, mamas. Okay, so which one of you are ready to start a podcast? Don't raise your hand because I can't see you, but I can tell you some of the amazing things that Anchor has to offer you in terms of making a podcast. First of all, Anchor is the easiest way that you could ever record your podcast. It's free. They have tons of creation tools for you to use right from your phone or your computer. They will also help you distribute your podcast so you have to do no extra legwork and it can be heard on places like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and many other listening platforms. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need all in one place. So if you're ready to get started, go download the Anchor app for free at anchor.fm. And guess what? I can't wait to hear your podcast. 
Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Melanated Mom podcast, where we raise creative, innovative, and independent thinkers, but in the process, we do not forget about ourselves. I am here today to do a second part to the 90-day challenge that I did right before I took my break. So this will be the first interview you're hearing when I come back um, with Anna and Deanna. How are you guys doing today? Great. Doing awesome. Glad to be back with you, Tracy. Yes, thank you so much for coming back and wrapping this whole thing up. I was saying that um, we're recording this a couple of weeks early, so we still had a couple of more weeks to um, get involved in the challenge. But of course, I'm trying to get ahead of the game so I can release it before the end of the year. So we're just going to talk about our experience up to this point, how it's been for us, what has changed what we hope to see more change coming um, in the new year, in the new decade as well. So, um, Anna, how has it been for you overall? Overall, it's been really good. Um, I haven't done anything perfectly, um, but it has been really good to just have something to kind of strive for, even when things get tough, instead of just like kind of mailing it in and being like, okay, I'll start again in January. So it's been, it's been good. Um, the time change kind of hit me harder than I expected. Uh, and it should have worked in my favor because, you know, that we get up, we get that extra hour, but it, it just threw me off of my routine. So sometimes I think just anything different, even if it should work in my favor, I'm like, wait, I'm used to doing a certain thing. And then anything changes. I'm like, uh Oh, now I got to yeah. readjust. So that sometimes takes a few days to a few weeks to maybe a few months, <laughs> unfortunately, <Right>. in my <laughs> case, but <laughs> I definitely get where you're coming from on that. So, um, and what about you, Deanna? How's the overall experience been? Um, I would say overall, kind of like Anna's and super beneficial um to have something to reach towards you know the saying is like you know if you shoot for the moon you know fall amongst the stars you've still you know you're still going for something greater than yourself and so i've definitely not been perfect in it either especially with the moving your body for 30 minutes a day um but definitely been a, a lot more um faithful and consistent with like getting up early and making sure that I make that time for me that that is definitely um something that I've really leaned into and really developed some new practices even within that time to just help me really enjoy it more so it's been good overall I think I have to chime in with more of the same that overall it's been good not perfection but good you know it's 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 um perfection isn't even a thing so I don't even try for it anymore but um you know, I've been on and off and in most of it. The moving fell off for a while. I just got back on that. Um, I was telling Anna that I just watched that movie, Brittany Runs a Marathon. So all of a sudden I was like, okay, I'm going to move again. <laughs> but um, <laughs> just, just depending on the week and the day, um, it's been on and off. The thing that I fell off most with that I hated to fall off so much with, which should have been the easiest thing, is writing in my journal. Like I just stopped writing it one day and I never started again. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, you know, the 10 things don't really change. Like you're writing the same 10 things. And then mm -hmm. I have tons of stuff to be grateful for. I just didn't take the time to write in it. So 
I'm hoping the last two weeks that I'll that I'll just dig back in there knowing that, you know, hey, this is the end of it and at least you could give it a good shot for the last two weeks. But again, nothing has been perfect, but I picked up some good new habits. Um, I really enjoy the waking up early. I've really started to make more time to work on the things that are important to me. So I'm overall pleased with that. And I'm looking forward to doing more of the same in 2020. So it was a very good start. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed being able to to get ahead of the game. And like I said before in the first interview, it's just a, it's just a phenomenal idea because at this time of year, I just get so lazy. And I know, you know, there's things that add to that, the time change and the weather and all the holidays and stuff that just kind of wear me down. But I could say that this year I've been a lot less lazy than I actually normally am. So you know, okay. like you said, you know, reach for the moon, awesome. among the stars. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so does anybody want to um, talk about any like specific goal that they've worked on that they've seen improvement in? Um, yeah, I, I can jump in there. Um, so my goal overall for this um, was to increase in joy and I'm, I was going after joy and I'm still going after joy and I, I'm happy to say um, that I have increased considerably in that area and it's been amazing because in this season of my life um, I've been just having to do a lot of work on myself um, processing through things I've been um, equipped with better tools on communicating effectively with people, my needs. Um, I was able to send out um, a, a feedback a survey and saw a common theme of like, hey, you're not really vulnerable with people. And I realized um, and sort of also processing through like some videos from Brene Brown, who I really love as well. Um, she's like, you know, that same armor that you put over your heart to protect yourself is the same armor that blocks you from, you know, um, really receiving love and developing and re- deeper intimate relationships and walking in joy. And I was like, Oh my gosh. So it was just this thing where I, I was starting to have all these aha moments and started leaning into that and making changes. And so I really, um, I really feel like I'm on the road to just being a super joyful person. But even what I've experienced now um, has been tremendously amazing. Like I'm already, I'm just sort of like starting the journey, but I I have so much hope for the future. And so it's been a really good time. I, I love to hear that. I was just talking to Anna about Brene Brown yesterday and I had not seen her special on Netflix until yesterday. I just watched it and oh my goodness, what she says makes so much sense. Like this stuff seems seemingly simple, right? Like it yeah. doesn't seem like rocket science, but it's um, really like grasping those things. Like, you know, vulnerability is really like strength. Like if you are mm-hmm. able to open yourself up to people and um, show the true who you are, it gives it gives people a soft place to land, first of all, but it just fills you with so much joy because then you don't yeah. feel like you have to put this protective barrier up to keep those, I kind of like secrets to me, secrets in. It's like, I don't really want to live like that. 
for long periods of time, it's just exhausting. <laughs> so yeah, um, absolutely. That, yeah, her special was amazing. You know, I, I kind of like put the kids on mute too. I was like uh, 20, <laughs> 20 minutes away from finishing it. And Emma was in my face trying to show me some stuff. I was like, uh, mute it. Uh, I'm trying to finish this up. So <laughs> go back out there to the front. I'm about to lock the door, right? Where's your dad at? <laughs> it was that good. Yeah. And I don't usually like get into stuff like I can stop it and go back to it. But I was like, I really want to finish watching this. So that was yeah. a really good special. Anybody who's listening to this, I recommend that. What's the name of the special? Do you remember, Deanna? Um, I don't off the top of my head, but Anna told me that you told her about it, so I definitely watched it that same day. The other video that I watched of her for a part of my work through the leadership um, school that I'm attending right now is um, the power of vulnerability. It's on YouTube, and so that was sort of like my first introduction to her, like really digging deep into vulnerability. And then she kind of she actually wrapped that video within the special on Netflix. So I was like, oh my goodness, I was just making all these different connections. And so um, I've I've described this experience sort of like as on in my at once and. I'm having sometimes trouble like keeping up, but at the same time, my heart is just flooded with light and joy and peace. And so even though maybe not everything is changing outwardly, I'm, I'm able to show up for situations and show up for life with just like better tools and better wholeness for myself as I'm learning these things. It's just like, it's just amazing to come to life with hope as opposed to like just trying to get through each day. And right. it's a totally different way to live. Yeah, I definitely agree. Going from that existing to thriving mentality is amazing. It just makes you feel like, oh, I'm actually excited to be here. <laughs> you know? yeah. I'm not just, just not trying to make this day happen. Like, hurry up, 830. You know, when are these kids going to bed? When is this day over? So I, I definitely feel what you're saying. Uh, what about you, Anna? Like, any goal that you wanted to work on specifically that... Um, you saw get accomplished or you're on your way yeah. to doing something great with it yeah um and then i want to go back i found the netflix specials for nae brown's call to courage thank That's you a, i was yes. gonna ask you too I, I figured that you probably would know so <laughs> thank you i, I so. googled it <laughs> <laughs> i googled it because i was like just just go on there and search for Brene brown so um I specifically wanted to work on just getting into a habit of moving my body and um, eating foods that are better for me, just kind of being conscious of those two things. Uh, I think I said on the first, um, the first one that we did that, you know, even if I lost five pounds, I'll be happy. And I lost like seven pounds. And I think I gained Ooh, like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, I did get into like a really good like swing of things where I feel like, you know, I was feeling better. Like I was losing inches and stuff like that too. So um, just kind of continuing on to that. I think I have, I have discovered kind of what works for my body. Um, not that I always have the discipline to do what works for my body, but I think I have the tools to kind of figure out, okay, what's the next step, you know, instead of, um, trying to do it all at one time, like just 
you know, adding water and cutting things out slowly at a time that, you know, just making those um, lifestyle changes works for me versus like trying to get on a specific diet or a specific workout or or something like that. So um, not like an overnight success, but it's definitely something I'm, you know, striving towards. So happy about that. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that whenever I go into that um, place of like trying to do too many things at once, it's like, I mean, it's almost like self-defeating for me. Like tomorrow, if I wake up and say I'm never eating chocolate cake again, I'm going to eat three chocolate cakes in a row. I mean, it's like, <laughs> I can never, it never works out. So I don't even say that I'm not going to eat any sugar. I'm not, because I know that I know myself. And I think that that's important that we know ourselves, that if we try to take on all this stuff, and I mean, Rachel speaks to that as well try to take on all this stuff at one time it's like you just feel unsuccessful in every area so I like the idea that you're saying to just like make small changes and be okay with that those small changes because you know small changes produce a lot as well but um we're always like I just call us like an all or nothing society you know it's like I'm either in the gym 12 hours a week or I'm never going to the gym you know so it's like you know what you could go to the gym for two days a week, you know, and still be okay. So um, I do like that. I can appreciate I know I that. Definitely, yeah. Definitely, you know, one of the things I gave up was fast food. And um, most things were easy just to, I mean, I have, that's the one thing that I've done that I have not gone back on. Um, so I haven't eaten fast food. I've, I've given myself the exception of fast food salads and only when I'm going with someone else. So I can't go by myself to go get my favorite fast food salad. Um, so um, I've given myself that and then also writing in my journal that I only consume foods that bless my body. So even when I get into that weak moment where I'm like, Oh, Taco Bell's right there. Like, nope, I only eat foods that consume that I only consume foods that bless my body. So, you know, then I'll just keep driving and go make some tacos at home or something. <laughs> so, um, yeah. It is definitely good to have something just to kind of like anchor back to. Um, yeah, so it, right. it was good. Yeah. Because even in feeling like, you know, if you do fall off on one thing, having even one anchor and I like how she said if you could pick even one of those things to concentrate on because if you just drank more water for three months do you know how much that would change your life I mean it's a simple thing but you know I mean if you never drink water and you drank all water for three months I mean you'd be in a pretty good place so yep um the thing that I really wanted to work on was um trying to be more intentional with people around me, um, my kids, my husband, my friends, and when I'm in those moments to just dial into those moments and not be distracted by other things. And I think that I've done pretty well. Like I've been pleased with um, the way that I've shown up and to let myself um, get from under some guilt as far as my kids are concerned, because Mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time with my kids like a lot and so if something comes up um that where there's a conflict where I'm gonna miss something that I feel like they really love but their dad could still take them to do something else guess what I gave myself grace and permission to do that thing that I wanted to do yes (laughs) and not to feel guilty because I'm missing their stuff because we ultimately spend 
a lot of time together. So um, it's been really good for me. It's been really, really help, healthy for me. Um, I've just felt like a, a person again. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. as a mom, I don't really feel like I'm taking those moments to feel like the things that are important to me matter. So um, I've been really intentional in those areas, like leaving them behind. And if they perish while they're with their dad, they perish. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't be concerned. <laughs> the thing is that they're, old, they're older now, you know, they can understand some things. So I'll be like, I know this guy don't watch these kids like I watch them, but you know, they'll right. be okay. They're mm -hmm. not gonna, they won't die. They so. won't die. That's so true. <laughs> so I, I, I felt, I felt good about that, you know, just spending more time doing that. And then when, when I'm with them, of course, just trying to make deeper connections and also trying to make deeper connections in my marriage, um, which is easy to not make those deeper connections and just always like, talk about the kids or talk about what needs to be done around here I mean it gets like very um business-like roommate-ish right. like sometimes so mm -hmm. um I've been being intentional about you know like trying to stay off devices at night or watching a movie together or planning to do something together so I've been pleased with that and I'm looking forward to to dialing that up more in 2020 especially in um my marriage so I'm excited about what's going to happen next year. I'm, I'm, um, I'm not gearing up for it. Like this whole 90 days is about, I've already started it and I'm just looking forward to doing a lot more of it. So, yes. So that's been, been pretty amazing. Um, so I don't know. What else should we talk about concerning the 90 days? I didn't write anything down specifically. Um, let me think. Do you guys have anything? Early? Yes, yes, please do, because I'm still thinking about what we should go into next. So do that. I, um, one, you know, that's just a part of the challenge to wake up an hour earlier than you normally wake up. But Rachel Hollis had a podcast that came out like last week, I think on Tuesday, about her morning routine and how to supercharge her morning routine. Um, I wake up in the middle of the night sometimes, and then I'll you know, go back to sleep and then wake up groggy and like, then be like completely off of my schedule. So I just started waking up whenever my body naturally wakes up. Um, and I've been getting a lot of things done in the mornings. It's kind of crazy, but it's like, I'm waking up at like 3.30 in the morning, four in the morning, not saying that anybody should be doing that, but <laughs> just getting up. <laughs> just getting up when my body gets up and then just taking care of all the things that I need to take care of. Um, I've worked on my blog. I've worked on um, different work, studying for work. I've done like, you know, devotionals and journal time. And it's just really beneficial. Yes. By eight 30, I am like ready to crash. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, in that way, it also feels like even though I'm ready to crash, at least I've done some stuff that is really important to me as well. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yes. That's how I feel like when I wake up in the morning, by the way, that was an excellent podcast. Thank you for um, suggesting that I listen to it, but um, that's how I feel. It's like, at least that if I'm going to be tired by nine or 10 o'clock, at least I've done some of the things that are really important to me and not 
have right. put everybody else's needs before mine. So mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. So I, I'm glad that you found some um, joy in getting your stuff done early. And for her to yeah. say that she was excited when she woke up at like 3.30 in the morning, I'm like, I don't know if I would be excited. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> she seemed to have got a lot done in that time. So, yeah. you know, it's like whatever works. Well, I like yeah. that you're saying that you're you're giving yourself me time and you feel like, okay, at the end of the day, my me time is sitting on the couch watching the TV show versus like giving yourself your best hours and like flipping it so that mm-hmm. you give yourself your me time in the morning and that's your most productive time. So um, when I do wake up like that, it's just like really, really been really productive. This week was this past week was like really long but I feel like I got so much stuff done in the same in the at the same time just because like I was just up giving myself the my best um and starting with that kind of like starting my day with self-care I think that nobody really like sees how great that can actually be I mean because it's true if if I'm waiting until nighttime to spend time quality time on myself I don't my energy is zapped I mean at 8 30 when I put the kids in bed at 8 31 in my mind they need to be asleep because at 8 32 I turn into a zombie like I don't (laughs) I have no more energy to do anything so it's going to turn into Facebook browsing Instagram browsing or watching TV I mean, those are like the three options that I have for my life. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to be writing any blogs. I'm not going to be concentrating on learning anything new. And the morning time is just perfect. I mean, it's, it's, it's the first thing I think about when I wake up after I'm done praying. It's the first thing I think about is doing something that brings me fulfillment and something mm-hmm. that's going to grow what I'm trying to do. So it, it is a rather exciting phenomenon, but until you do it, it doesn't make any sense to you. Nope. <laughs> if you're a person that loves to lay in bed and get extra sleep, it never makes sense until you do it because people will be like, why are you up at 5 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> and you don't have to be to work until like 9.30. I'll be like, well, you know, I had lots of things to do. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. I get to work and I'm like, I have lived like a million lives by the time that I've got to work I have like done I have moved mountains by the time I get to work at 9 30 so it's it's pretty cool it's true it changes a whole whole bunch um so yeah. for the next you want did you want to say something Deanna oh I just wanted to quickly add um I was able to finish seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen Covey during this 90-day period and that book was life-changing for me and Rachel Hollis refers to it a lot in a lot of her work but um I know why now (laughs) because that book blew my hair back in so many ways but the thing one of the things that I really took away from that was that um even in the even in the getting up and having the quiet time like I knew you know years ago like I just kind of needed that even almost just as a survival thing but one thing that I've sort of added to my understanding of that is uh, one of the the um, habits is begin with the end in mind so for instance 
if you know you have this role like i'm you know i'm a daughter of god i'm a wife i'm a mom i'm an entrepreneur i'm a blogger i'm a songwriter i'm a this I'm that. well beginning with the end in mind is like okay, these are all the what am i going to do every day to move every part of me a little bit forward every day so it's gone from not just like making that time for myself but this is saying I not only love myself today, the, the Deanna 20 years from now is going to look back and say, thank you, Deanna, because this time you dedicated to every piece of yourself and you moved yourself a little bit forward in every role that you have to, to get to that Deanna that I see 20 years from now. And so that for me was sort of like a new wrinkle in my brain. Like this is, this is the work that I'm doing to love my future self as well. That's good. That's that's really good. It makes all of this stuff when you hear it played back to you, it makes so much sense because I always say this is one of the things that I always say. It's like, do I want to live my life for other people? And then when I get to, I call it my rocking chair moments, right? Like when I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm about, I'm about to live till a hundred. So let me talk about a hundred when I'm in my rocking okay. chair. Even okay. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so when I'm in my rocking chair moments, like, am I going to be like, kind of a little bit sad that I spent so much time developing all these things for other people, and I didn't do any of the things that were important to me. Yeah. And I don't want to get to that place where I didn't spend the time developing the things that were important, you know, so and, and sometimes I don't have much time for those every day. Sometimes it is just, you know, that one hour that I wake up earlier. Sometimes it's only 30 minutes because I chose to do something else with part of that time. But I think anything is better than what I was doing before, which was nothing. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> give all this time. I go to work. I give all this time to my job. I go home, yep. give all this time to the kids give the time to my husband and now you know my parents are getting you know a little older now so give time to them they don't understand nothing about the internet nothing about Facebook nothing about Instagram so it's like that's my job like I got a full-time job training my mom on how to be on Facebook <laughs> when yeah. I barely know how to be on Facebook you know so it's like all of that stuff is like <laughs> it, it pulls me away from the things that I value and that are important to me. And although all these people are extra special to me, like I love all of them, but I have to find moments. And so if that means that I'm getting up at three o'clock in the morning, you know, then, then that's what I have to yeah. do. And, and it's crazy that because waking up the hour early, even though at the end of the night, when it's time to go to bed, I'm exhausted, but I feel more restful waking up that hour yes. earlier because I feel the joy. Of, of the yep. things that I want to do, you know, and so when I'm rushing out of bed, when I'm like, there's 15 minutes in between me and the kids getting out of bed, I'm so irritated. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, I'm not calm. I'm not like, happy. I don't want to go to work. Not, all that stuff just doesn't work out for me. So it, it just brings more rest for me. And um, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to, to just continue that. I'm glad that that she said that. I'm glad that Rachel said that. And I'm glad that that was one of the things that 
I decided that I wanted to be important, even if it was just, I didn't sometimes get out of my bed. Like I did a devotion in my bed and Mm -hmm. I worked on a blog in my bed. At least I was already up. So um, I feel, I feel good about that. That's, that's something that's definitely not coming off the table for me. So, so going into the last two weeks, like going into 2020, what is your, um, what's your hope for the new year? as far as this is concerned or as far as anything is concerned, like, what do you see? What's your prayer for your life going into a new year, a new decade, and just a brand new life? It sounds like for all three of us, what is your hope, Anna? Um, During the 90 day challenge, I kind of changed up some of my 10 dreams that I have for my life. Uh, One of them was I started writing down, I am rich. I am, um, I have a full supply of abundant provision. And then the word that I'm going to anchor myself to um, for the new year is abundance. Um, and I just kind of like feel like that's what my goal, that's what I'm striving for for the new year is uh, to be in a place of abundance in every area of my life, financially, uh, health-wise, and uh, joy, as Deanna brought up. Um, so I think it's all just tying everything, all apart, all the parts of this challenge in, but then just adding that piece of like abundance and like, um, you know, getting out of debt and working on my goals and dreams and trying to figure out uh, passive streams of streams of income. Um, okay. But it's definitely been, it's definitely something that I'm like uh, anchoring myself to. I read the book, um, You Are a Bad uh, A. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to see how she's going to handle this one. Um, For a bad A, uh, if there's any parents uh, with their kids around, uh, a bad word, but... You can do your imagination. And then there's a second part of it that you are a bad A at making money. Um, And so I was talking to Deanna yesterday, actually. I said anything that works, like any self-help book that works is always based in, like, the Word of God. Um, So both of those, even though it it has a lot of testing throughout it, it is based on, um, you know, just calling out your dreams and calling out your vision and then living in a place of abundance. Um, so I recommend those books if you can handle like reading like test words and things like that. Um, but it was just really, really, really good. It kind of blew my mind in ways that I can like call those things that be not as though they were. Um, and so that I, I would recommend those. Um, it's by Jen Sincero. So. I read that first one. Um I think I feel like I need to reread it, and then I'll re- I'll read the second one as well. So thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Um. What about you, Deanna? Your hopes and prayers for going into twenty twenty. Yeah. So for me, um, the ninety day challenge, and then sort of paralleling that with like what I'm doing in school right now. Um for me, I think I'm looking for just a healthy me overall. Um, 
emotionally, physically, spiritually, the whole me showing up, being totally whole and also um, being equipped with the tools for longevity. So like, it's not just like this, this thing that I experience in one moment and I'm not able to continue on with that and go to higher levels and deeper depths like throughout my lifetime. So um, I'm definitely looking for um, how to equip myself with those tools so that I can do this thing for the long haul so that I can get to my moment, like you said, Tracy. <laughs> right. And like, it's only when I choose to sit down that it'll be time for me to sit down. So nothing, Amen. I don't want anything to uh, take me out in any way. And I felt like, um, it's for me, it's not so much been like, um, and I think this is true of a lot of people. Like, it's not that you're not skilled. It's not that you're not gifted. It's not that you're not anointed, but you probably, if you're not where you want to be right now and you're in, and, and you're working towards it, it may be that you don't really have the tools to do this for the long haul. And okay. that's what I really, really wanted. I did not want to, I didn't want to have, um, an opportunity to take myself out emotionally. I want to show up physically and in every way, just be this whole person that shows up for my life. And I think that um, Rachel does a really good job talking about this in, especially in her first book. Um, but the thing that I, I think sometimes people will look at it is like, okay, well, I've got all these great things that I can employ, like all these different strategies. But if you aren't really doing the serious work of like healing on the inside, if you're not yeah. partnering with God or going to counseling, all that stuff, you're not equipping yourself with the walk in a like heart position because everything flows from your heart. And so if your heart's not healthy, I don't care what new strategies you're employing. It's just not going to be as effective and you won't be as fulfilled on the other side. So for me, that's kind of what I have really focused on. And I, and I see myself as a healthy, thriving person in 2020 and for the rest of my life because God is putting tools in my life, but also giving me people to come alongside. I've been really focusing on my community or lack thereof and like how God's bringing people strategically into my community that is supposed to help me move forward. And so I'm really thankful for that, that revelation as well. But I, I just see sort of like overall, so really healthy Deanna in every, in every way. That's really amazing, Deanna. That's, that's awesome. I'm happy to hear you say that. And that's um, kind of funny what you're saying. You know, we always say that, you know, God speaks in so many different arenas, but our message today at church was on unforgiveness and mm -hmm. how you are not able to move forward with anything in your life. So anything that you're petitioning God for, if you have, or if you're harboring unforgiveness in your heart for anyone or anything, then you are just like, you're like a sounding gong. Like God's not hearing any of this stuff. Like yeah. you, you can't move yeah. forward. So like you said, just like <laughs> getting to that, getting to those deep places and getting to the root of things and like stirring that yes. stuff up and moving on from it because yes. you're not able to like fully live in joy and walk in peace if you have all this other stuff in your heart. So right. that, that truly lines up with what we heard today. And I, 
I totally agree with that. You know, it holds us back in so many areas. And I, I know that people have been in some painful places and it seems like unforgiveness or, you know, getting into therapy or just like really digging into the root of your heart and get some of that stuff straight seems so hard. But I think mm -hmm. that once you do it, like you realize that it's, it's not for other people. It's for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like you, you, yeah. you need to do this so you can be well. Right. So right. Um, right. that's really good. I'm glad to hear that. And I would say that my overall thing, just like in the last few weeks that I picked up on, if I want to use a, um, like an anchor word, like Anna did is overflow. So mm, in yeah. every area of my life, like I'm expectant, like <laughs> I, I'm expecting to see an overflow in my relationships and my finances and the way that I'm able to go forth with the things that I have as a vision for this podcast, for all the future things that I want to do in terms of like growing this thing. I, I'm looking forward to living in the overflow, um, looking forward to meeting people and going to places that are going to get me to that overflow. So I'm just excited about um, that, that there's going to be no lack in any of this. Like the stuff is going to come to me and I'm mm -hmm. going to be able to use it to bless other people. And it's going to bless my life and my family. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and it's yes. already, it's already started, you know, like I feel like God has put me in a position to do things um, that I wasn't in a position to do three months ago. So um, I'm mm -hmm. excited to, to see what else is going to come for 2020 and like you said Deanna for just the long haul like I just feel like this is kind of a a bit of a spiritual awakening it's it's moving into some different things like I'm waking up to who I really want to be and yeah. there's really nobody that's going to be able to stop me so I'm, yes. I'm just, I'm just excited that. I'm that. excited <laughs> to go forward and and just kind of like break down barriers and keep moving forward because it's so easy if, if you keep your eyes I, I guess like focused on like the natural things it's so easy to lose hope um yeah. you know sometimes you know nobody uh will like repost the podcast that I had or I feel like nobody will read a blog but that doesn't mean I'm gonna start writing blogs that doesn't mean I'm gonna right. start recording podcasts because guess what right. overflow is coming regardless of what I what I see happening, it's still gonna come. So I'm I'm trying mm -hmm. to like yeah. really center my mind around that. So I'm I'm excited to mm -hmm. to keep moving forward in that and <laughs> and 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 watch 2020. Like watch how amazing it's all gonna be. So um I really appreciate okay. you guys like being in this challenge with me because I always had somebody to talk to about it. <laughs> I would always have somebody to <laughs> refer back to, like, if it wasn't working out for me. So I appreciate that. Um, I just appreciate, like, having really sisters in Christ who came alongside at the same time that we were starting things together. And that just really have a deep love for the things of the Lord. I really appreciate you guys. I really do. Uh, we appreciate you too, Tracy. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm looking forward to all, all of us spending more time together in the new year and developing even more yeah. of a closer relationship. Yep. So thank you so much, ladies, for coming on. If there's anything you would like to leave anybody with before we leave, I'll let you do that now. 
I guess I could shout out my blog. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> do talk um, about what you're doing. <laughs> so I am at listenupandread.com. Uh, I review books, audio books, and podcasts. Um, been starting to write like different books lists of, for kids and little tips about writing for kids as well uh, as adults. So that's where you can find me. I'm at listenupandread.com on Facebook and then listen up and read on Instagram as well. And what about you, Deanna? Okay, well, um, you can find me on Facebook and your music. And my blog is diregirltakesworld.com. And I'm on Instagram at diregirl32. So good. Make sure you check them both out. They both have some pretty good stuff going on over at their blogs. And I thank you so much for joining me again, ladies. And we will talk soon. Thanks, Tracy. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Melanated Mom podcast. Let's stay connected. Read my blogs over at melanatedmom.com. Stay connected with me on Facebook at melanated-mom, on IG at melanatedmompodcast, and my new Twitter account at melanatedmom1. Talk to you soon. Mamas, how's it going? This is the last recording of the year. I am talking to you right now on December 30th. So we are, you know, just moments away from 2020, new year, new decade, new all that. And I am, I'm in a super vulnerable place right now, guys. So I wanted to record like right in this moment. Um, because motherhood is not perfection, right? <laughs> so I'm having one of those days where I'm feeling just a little bit, uh, you have those days where you're just feeling a little bit, eh, you, you know, it's like nothing monumental happened, but I'm just not in a super good place. And so um, I think if we're all being very honest with ourselves, we all get there many more times than we want to let people onto, right? Because in about five minutes, I'm going to be recording an end of the year episode with my kids and I won't be sounding anything like this. You won't hear any of the meh, I'll be totally up, right? Because I try to um, project that in front of them most of the time. There are times where I do let them see me be not Chipper Tracy. So, but most of the time I'm not there and I'm definitely not going to do that today. So when you hear me record the podcast, I will be up. I will be chipper. I will be happy. But right now I wanted to come on with you and tell you that I'm not, I'm not. Um, tomorrow I am turning 46 years old. Yay me, right? I feel pretty good physically. I think I look pretty good for 46. Um, but today I'm just not feeling it. Like I'm not feeling all the fireworks. And um, that's so not like me before my birthday because I actually love, 
love, love my birthday. So I'm trying to get up, y'all. I'm not trying to be feeling like this tomorrow. I want to have a really good day, but I wanted to come on in this moment to be super vulnerable with you guys to let you know that we all experience this. Like there might look like so many days that I'm super happy and that I have it all together and that I'm able to do all the things. There are so many days that I'm not able to do all the things. <laughs> so this is one of the days that I'm not able to do all the things. I am um, still in my sweatpants. I have not combed my hair today. I'm just like trying to figure out what I'm going to do for the day. And it's already like two o'clock. So um, I just wanted to share that with you. And I want to share this end of the year episode with you with my family. So it is not going to be edited. It's going to be probably super crazy because my kids will probably be saying a bunch of crazy things. But I'm getting my whole family together, including my oldest, to record an episode for the end of the year. So I hope it makes you super happy. I hope that your 2020 is all that you wish for it to be. Of course, we will be talking way more in 2020. I plan to bring you so many new, so much new content in the new year. But I just wanted to get on one last time with a bonus episode to tell you guys how much I appreciate you, how much I love you. Be praying for me, please. I'm going to ask for your prayers today because I'm not in a really good space. Be praying for me that by tomorrow, all this will pass. And if you're not listening to this on the 30th or the 31st, you're not listening to this till the middle of January, you can still pray for me because I can guarantee you that I will be needing it at that time as well. So thank you so much for your support. Thank you for always showing up for me and I'll meet you on the other side with my family.